Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us today. For you, when you look at the theme here um, in Davos, responsive and responsible leadership, what does it say to you? Uh, it says to me that uh, the world is gradually beginning to realize that um, we need to grow in a manner that's all-inclusive and that us as leaders, be political or private sector leaders, we have a responsibility and a duty to think beyond ourselves, beyond our businesses and beyond the government that we run. It's all about humanity and mankind. And that um, you cannot uh, uh, live in an isolated uh, world. We need the world we live in and the world we want to leave behind to be one that uh, has common prosperity and the one that uh, makes leaders know that we have to be responsible, make leaders know that we have to be responsive and know that leadership, attaining leadership as a high, is not an end on its own, it's a platform for you to do good and to do well. And so it's good that once in a while as global community, we remind ourselves of this, that there's good and need for responsiveness and responsibility. How does how do you apply that then in the way that you approach uh, your investments, the way that you do business? I would say that um, I believe in the intercession of business and humanity. Okay, and that intercession of business and humanity is what I call African capitalism, and it's what has shaped the investment philosophy of myself, my group, and I'm beginning to get. Uh, associates to also key into it and simply put African capitalism is a realization that the private sector especially in Africa has a key role to play in developing our continent and that uh, this can be done through even though we are not in government but through investments so the power we have is the power of capital the power to make investment decisions and I should make investment in key sectors that can help us to catalyze the African economy, create economic prosperity, and create social benefits for every, everyone. That, in my viewpoint, is what will help us bridge this income, uh, this inequality we have. That will help us drive an all-inclusive um, um, uh, uh, government and, um, and business. And that will also help us make sure that there's eradication or drastic reduction of poverty and massive uh, employment opportunities for people, and most importantly, engaging and mobilizing our women folk so that they can come into the mainstream, get empowered, because we know that uh, economic empowerment for a woman goes beyond the woman and her family to the communities. That we must all do. Those, all of this, we should all do to drive inclusiveness. For a long time, uh, we were talking about Africa rising. That was the theme um, at many a World Economic Forum uh, meeting, whether it was the Africa chapter or the annual meeting. Now, of course, many of our economies are going through um, some trials and tribulations. Uh, are you optimistic that we can turn things around? I'm very optimistic because even now we have pockets. We have some countries in Africa that are growing very well, among the top 10 in the world, countries like Cote d'Ivoire, Senegal and Co. We also have struggling countries, like my country, Nigeria and South Africa, the big countries. But the truth is there are huge opportunities. Uh, you know, it's a bit of um, reliance on commodity prices in Africa. So the new narrative should go beyond Africa rising to 
Africa industrializing. Let's begin to industrialize Africa. We have the population, our population is a huge dividend for us. But we need to mind that dividend very well so that it will be to the benefit and for the benefit of everyone. The African story must go beyond commodity story. Uh, we must uh, begin to delink our economies from, you know, if oil price or commodity price go up today, we're doing well. If they go down, we're not doing well. We need to industrialize so that we can create local value addition, which will help us stand short. But going forward, what do I think? I think that um, we're learning. We're learning the hard way, though. And uh, most governments now, that the theme of the new government in my country, Nigeria now, most governments now begin to think of diversification yeah. in the true sense of it. Because therein lies the future. And what, which areas do you think Nigeria could be diversified? Nigeria is hugely endowed. There's so yeah. many areas. You know, there's agriculture. There's, again, I want to go by the first endowment is population. Mm. The right population, yeah. the demographic structure of our population is good. We have a lot of consumers, a lot of young people coming up. We must engage them economically so that they're active, otherwise they become uh, social challenges for, for, for us. Absolutely. And you have uh, agriculture, you have minerals, different minerals. But as I keep saying, if you have huge market and you have people who are enterprising, Nigerians are extremely enterprising, very hardworking. And that's also what you see across Africa. Mm. So what we need to do is to see how can create economic open opportunities for these young ones. And that is why my foundation, the Tony Melo Foundation, is trying in our little way to help to provide economic open opportunities for others. I know we try to, through the $100 million endowment that uh, I put in place, to identify 10,000 Africans that will support 1,000 every year. Yeah. So that ultimately, all of us will have shared prosperity. And this, in my viewpoint, ought to help us achieve inclusiveness. And when we achieve inclusiveness, we achieve true peace you know, and security. When we don't achieve it, it's going to be a threat for all of us. When you look at those young people, the ones that you've supported so far, um, what do they tell? What is that? What do they tell you about the future? <laughs> they tell me that there's hope. I just did um, a short blog on my Instagram. If you have time, you visit. I think it was posted on my Facebook too. Inspiration from Obama. Listen to President Obama as he was delivering his uh, farewell uh, message, and I talked about the similarity between he, President Obama, and us, and mm. and uh, uh, about he believes in the power of power asset to electricity and to believes in entrepreneurship. Yes. I believe in entrepreneurship and what I see in the faces of these young Africans that I interact with is the fact that these are energetic people, highly enterprising, very cerebral, very brilliant people, people who are dogged and people who don't want to take no for an answer and people who want to succeed and people who see their success as success for the community and for the continent but they need help, they need support. So I see hope in them. In fact, I'm so good at giving them hope, but when I see them, I even get hope from them, inspiration that the future will be good for Africa. So everyone should try to see, you know, to me it's like, even if it's 10 people you can support a year, if you're in doubt, you have the resources, let's go ahead and do it. And they all must not come from your village or from your family or from your town. Prosperity should spread across uh, the continent. Thank you very much. You're welcome.